0: To First Church Charlotte. Hello everyone. My name is Nathan. Welcome to First Church Weekly Bible Study. We are talking, continuing to talk about how God keeps his covenant. Uh, we have been reflecting and reading and learning together about the uniqueness of Israel's flag and the lessons of prophecy that are in that flag. We're coming into the Christmas season now and we are celebrating how the Lord came near, how he did not leave us in our sin, but he became the one who could wash our sins away. I wanna read a passage from Matthew. This is a prophecy, speaking of that which was to come. Chapter 24, verse number 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. Notice the image of the clouds, the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now, the first time the Lord came to this earth, he came in the very epitome of vulnerability. There are few things more vulnerable, more utterly helpless than a baby, an infant. But that's how Jesus came. And he, in that weakness, was cared for by his mother, Mary, and his father, Joseph. And he represents something powerful, uh, I believe, for Christians to understand. And that simply is this, love never fails. (laughs) Jesus saved us with a story of his love. He came not in power, but he laid the power down and with his life said, I love you. That's the image you should get of the eternal God, infinite and glorious, of whom there is none to compare, who has all power, all glory, all authority, Who decides the only way to save the children that have so wantonly turned against him is to go keep the law they could not keep, live the righteous life they could not live, and then die the death they should die. But do it in their stead as a righteous covering. This, this is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so in the holiday season, we celebrate the Lord coming. We, we celebrate the image of the infinite one becoming as vulnerable as an infant because he, he loved us. We've been talking a lot about the flag and we're, we're pretty much at the end of that. Um, the, we've been using a book written by, Pastor David F. Gray, we've been talking about the Magan David, which is the shield of David or the star of David that is in the center of that flag of Israel. And today that flag flies over the ancient city of Jerusalem, and it is a living reminder to all of the Jews that their Messiah is coming. Now, as Christians, we stand wholeheartedly upon the truth that the Messiah has come. He was rejected. He accepted those who would open their heart to him. The Bible says, he came to his own, and his own received him not. But to as many re- as received him, to them gave he power to become the children, the sons of God. We celebrate that as Christians, but to the Jews, uh, they they do not they they have not accepted Christ uh, as their Messiah. Some of them have. Some of them believe there are believers. There are Jews for Jesus, but uh, on a larger scale, they, they reject his story as what they were looking for in the great God. And so while looking for the evidence of God, They're disappointed by someone who was born like he was and someone who lived like he was and ultimately someone who died like he did. That, that does not, that does not stir them to faith. Um, but the Lord will return. And the second time he returns, he will not be wrapped in his own, in uh, his own vulnerability. He will not be as helpless as a newborn babe when he returns again, he will return in power and in great glory. Now, this is what is written in Matthew 24, verse number 30. And there is some images here that I wanna help you see. I reminded you, or I taught you over the weeks that in the choosing of the flag of Israel, they chose that white and blue flag that looks like a prayer shawl. And in the center of that flag is the shield of David, the star of David. Uh, And each of those things represents a truth of prophecy and an inheritance of their faith and their belief. And I want you to see how on this flag, the white and the blue, uh, it is as though one would look at the sky and see the white clouds against the blue heavens. And we would read that they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds, white, of heaven, blue. The white cloud against the blue heaven, Christ coming in great power and in great glory. And further, uh, there shall be the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. That's what they say. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Messiah returning for the second time, not in weakness, not in lowliness of nature, but as the great, the glorious one. We are told that in this passage that the sign of the son of man shall appear in the heavens. Now, I do not know what that means as far as a literal prophetic uh, future. I I don't. Um, I I don't know exactly how that will manifest itself. Uh, My faith is not built upon whether or not I get prophecy right. My faith is in Jesus Christ. Prophecy is given as an aid, as a help, as a vision, oftentimes of mystery, not Clarity, but you find in that mystery the evidence of God working in mysterious ways. And so my faith is not in, in prophecy. My faith is in Jesus Christ. He is my hope. He is the center of my, of my worship. And yet when you read passages like this where the son of man would come back, There would be a sign of the son of man in the heavens. It makes us wonder. It truly makes us wonder if there will not be some type of a heavenly celestial event that would, in the same manner that the sound of a trumpet would signify some important moment, um, this sign in the heavens would portend to the ways of God the times of God, and the manner in which his return will, will uh, be fulfilled. Now, whether or not that sign is a celestial event, which it may be, or whether or not that sign is the very flag of Israel flying, the shield of David, he who was the son of David, born in the city of David, that sign of Christ, the intersecting triangles, God, eternal father, son in redemption, spirit in regeneration with the triangle of humanity, body, soul, spirit, and in Christ, these two intertwined. If that symbol raised before the nations on the flag of Israel, showing the symbol of Christ against the white of the cloud and the blue of the heavens. However, God wants to manifest his ways. It's all miraculous. Whether it is with the celestial event, which could very well be, or whether it is with the witness and testimony of saving the Jewish people and them elevating the sign of the son of David before all of the nations. However it is uh, revealed, it will, Either way be the miraculous, the miraculous demonstration, demonstration of God. It is a sign. However, it is unveiled. It is a sign that uh, there was one sent to this world that we might be saved. The eternal God took upon flesh and came unto his own who john 1 and 11 did not receive him one whose visage was so marred by who who would lay a hand on god by you and i if not you and i literally then by the sinful potential that is within all humankind we laid our hand upon god and he led led us. He made himself vulnerable to our judgment. We judged him before he judged us. This is all manifest and gloriously revealed in the scripture. His visage was marred more than any other man, Isaiah 52, 14. Uh, And yet, that wasn't enough. And Israel, that nation, unbelieving, crucified him. And, He's not just a figure of history. He is none other than the Lord of glory. He is their Lord and their God. He is received or rejected their long lost Messiah. And finally, I say to all you people of faith, he is the one who is returning with great glory and splendor to this world. Revelations one, verse number seven. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and was and which is to come, the Almighty. The second return of the Lord Jesus Christ, that return will not be lowly and meek that will return will be a glorious day. Titus said it this way, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our savior, Jesus Christ. He will return. He keeps his covenant. He keeps his promises. He will come at a moment when his people are in great trouble they have been brought to the very end of their own solutions and they desperately need salvation in some manner that will be unveiled in time, which we have no clarity on. There will be a a rise of a system that reflects an antichrist essence to it, denying the gospel of Jesus Christ, not just humanism, but denying, rejecting the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this antichrist system somehow will be gathered, orchestrated, allied against Israel. This is from Zechariah chapter number four, verse number two. Uh, For I will gather all nations against Israel to against Jerusalem to battle and the city shall be taken and the houses uh, rifled and the 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 women ravished and half the city will go forth into captivity and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as he fought in the day of battle and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west and there shall be a great valley and half the mountain shall remove toward the north and half of it toward the south and ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto azal yea ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of uzziah king of judah and the lord my god shall come and all the saints with thee." When Christ returns, it's not going to be slipping in the back door of his own world. It's not going to be only shepherds who have a sense of majesty speaking to them. It won't simply be uh, the lowly, Who hears an angelic choir? We celebrate that in time of Christmas. But in the next time, the next time he comes, the Lord shall be king over all the earth. Zechariah 14, verse number nine. In that day, there shall be one Lord and his name one. And the nations that have arrayed themselves against Israel that sought to destroy God's people will be reminded of this truth. God keeps his word. They will be reminded of this reality. God keeps his covenant. He is not a man that he should lie. Men lie because they make promises they can't keep. There isn't a promise that God can't keep. So why would he need to lie? He's not a man of limited abilities, limited powers, limited wisdom, limited years, who would need to lie because they could not do what they said they were gonna do. That's not the God we serve. He's going to keep his covenant. He's going to keep his promise. And when he returns the second time, we're going to be celebrating the fact that in that day, there shall be one Lord and his name, one. What's that name? One name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Yes. All things are under that name. You are complete in that name. We're celebrating the season. We're thankful for the Lord's great mercy shown to us. And yet... We look forward, we look forward to the day when God does what God said he was going to do. I wanna be ready for that day. I know you feel the same way. We are all of us people of faith and we hold tightly in our hearts the promises of God. We hold tightly in our spirits the scripture that's been given to us. We don't let the world steal it from us. We don't let distractions steal it from us. We hold tightly to the promises of God. He will do what He said He would do. We love you. Have a great week. Parents, sit down with your children. There's a Bible study available on the website for you to teach your children. The church cannot be the only instructor of your children. You have to teach your children. God bless you. Have a great listening to first church charlotte if this podcast has blessed you please rate it with four or five stars by doing so you will help others find our free podcast